You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a podcast that's all about supporting parents as they bring up children. We've got experts and advice to help you through the more challenging bits of parenting. I'm Siobhan Hunt. Our next guest has illustrated an Aussie alphabet and a book about what children would do if they were Prime Minister. Her latest book with husband Robin Finer tackles climate change in a very light-hearted way. It's called The Polar Bear in Sydney Harbour. Beck, welcome to Feed, Play, Love. Hi, it's great to be back. <laughs> so <laughs> I have noticed with this, your um, third piece of art for children, I would mm. say, is that your work is seems to be very firmly rooted in Australian culture. Is that intentional or is it just sort of a byproduct of the fact that you're Australian? Well, good, good question, Sean. Um, <laughs> no, it's so, <clears throat> so it's basically, no, I, first of all, I'm, I love everything Australian. I love everything Australian kitsch. I've always loved, you know, I'm a big And 80s. there's a lot of Australian kitsch out there. <laughs> really. I love Ken Doan. It's always been such a huge influence <laughs> on me. But I also think that Australia should be celebrated more. You know, there's so many books out there that are focused on America and all those kind of things that, or England, you know, those those kids' books that we grew up with. Other than like, you know, the beautiful Mem Fox books, sometimes I feel like we need. We still need to celebrate our culture more. It's not seen enough in books that kids can go to the library and you know look at. And I want to celebrate that and also look at, you know, represent Australian diversity. You know, a whole range of issues which I kind of do in subtle ways in the book. Oh, you do. And and one of the things that's really interesting about your style is it feels very graphic to me. So that, it, but you still manage to put in these subtle details. Like there's one. It's not the focus of the picture but in the background of one picture you've got a seagull taking someone's wife fronts out of their bag or something it's a a bin chicken it's a bin chicken (laughs) excellent it wasn't a seagull it was a A bin chook a bin chook right so now we know what that was but it's so interesting that with your style when when I say graphic it's quite bold and colorful but you still manage to get those little iconic things right well that's what kids really respond to and yeah and so i I also put that, you know, I want kids to be able to relate to those little um, things, but I also want them to, you, you look at a big spread and you can read it and then I want them to come back again and again. And, and find just, other stuff. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And that, that's what the, uh, uh, there's a big serious message in this book, but it's also got to be um, done with humour and Well, that's um, what I'm really interested in that because yeah. obviously climate change is a very serious topic. Yes. Um how did you and Robin kind of come up with the story? And maybe yeah. you should tell us what the story is before we go into that. Well, I don't want to give too much no, away. No, don't, too many, no, we don't no. want to give away. <laughs> so it basically what happens um, at the beginning is a polar bear floats in on an ice, a little iceberg into Sydney Harbour and a little girl called Hannah discovers this polar bear and decides to befriend it. And it's you see this journey start with her and the polar bear. Yeah. So that's the... And when we see her trying to return, like what what she's going to do with it, is she going to keep it as a pet, or or maybe the right thing to do is try and find a way back home. So yeah. yeah. And so, did you have to like when you're looking at a topic like climate yeah. change, and your book is? I mean, the last book that you did was um, about children, what they would do if they were prime minister, which was also very lighthearted, but still had kind of that balance between fun. And really getting the heart of what kids yeah. care about. And, and kids care about some really important stuff, oh, they do. don't they? But you know what? It's it's funny. First of all, I think climate change for kids can be an extremely anxious yes. topic. Yes. I think it's like, for me, it's an anxious, I mean, you know, for all of us. So I wanted to, we wanted to start a conversation with kids 
And yeah. for them, you know, this is probably maybe for a lot of kids could be their first, you know, conversation and, and exploration into this topic. So we wanted to do it gently. Yeah. You know, and with a story that maybe is not just slamming it in people's faces, you know, like that that kind of thing sometimes doesn't work. <laughs> no, it's too, it's preachy. Yeah, it's preachy, exactly. And I think a story allows you to really um, let them think for themselves a bit more. And you know what it is, it's about showing kids how one kid can do so much. You know, sometimes we feel really overwhelmed by... Um, what can we do? And it's the power. So it was Hannah, this girl, and it's the power of Hannah to actually change and do something really impactful. And I love that kind of part of it too, because, mm. you know, I, I spoke to kids the other day and, and it's really meaningful for them to pick up some rubbish. And, you know, if everyone picks up rubbish, can you imagine the impact? huge difference. Yeah. So sometimes we feel powerless. And I think this is about the power of an individual, which I love. And the sweet thing I think about it, and again, not giving it away, but <laughs> the solution she comes up with is so imaginative. Yeah. Like, I don't think a parent would, you know, <clears throat> wouldn't exactly. come to that. So it was kind of this really playful way and I kind of feel that if we don't trust children to use their imaginations and their creativity, then we're never going to solve climate change. Exactly. And it's like with the Prime Minister book that, you know, it was about uh, the ideas that kids would c- came up with, how they would make Australia better. It was incredible. Like, I, it blew us away. And it was, mm. so we wanted to give it that same, you know. Um, yes, it feels like there's a lot of respect for children in the yeah, book. Yeah. And it was, you know, I mean, it's about kids paying attention and adults n- not necessary doing that and we um when Robin and I were really influenced by the climate strikes last year yeah and you know you just saw the power of kids that's when we originally came up with the idea but again we didn't want to be you know make it to save the environment so we we just decided to come at it you know in a different way yeah which it does how do your children feel about the environment you've got two yeah it's it's really interesting because they are younger and so um it's it's funny because you think, can they really understand? But they're getting those concepts way earlier than we did. Like, I mean, I know global warming is a relatively new idea, but I think their respect for the world is far is far bigger than I had at that age. I mean, we had like some smaller challenges. Oh, you know, remember we used to pick up from the, yeah, the beach it, yeah. and we used to do all those kind of things? I took my kids to the climate strikes. I mean, mm. it was something, you know, and... Look at Greta. She inspired, you know, kids to do all this. And my kids were very involved. So it was great that I could also bring out something that I felt like I could be really proud of to show them, you know, that I'm also interested. Yeah, and doing something. Yeah, exactly. The active part of it's really important. And so you said you've um, read it to a class already. I know that the book is just out. So how have children been responding so far? Well, they love – well, the polar bear is called Rodney – a good name for a polar bear. Well, you know what, actually, it, it took us a while to come up with the polar bear name. <laughs> yeah, this whole complex plot oh. about climate change, but the name. Yeah, no, it's so funny, huh? the little details. And I was like, um, we kept on, and I was like, no, no, no. And then Rodney, and it really spoke to me. <laughs> what were some that you rejected? Oh, my gosh. I don't want to, you know, Robin, love you. But he kept on coming up with quite like Scandinavian <laughs> Well, surely, I mean... I know, I know, but I, I kind of, I guess that's me being a bit Australian, like Rodney, yes. even though Rodney's not from here, I feel like he had, he Rodney, made an Australian you know? name. Yeah, exactly. So the kids love it and they love like, you know, Rodney, um, he comes to Australia and Hannah's clue that he might not be from here is that he's really hot. 
you know, so I there's one bit where the kids love where he's given a haircut and I got to draw a polar bear with a mullet. <laughs> so that was a highlight of mine. But you know what's interesting is that, and another a topic that we explore a bit in this book is that she wants to keep him as a pet, but then kind of doesn't feel quite right about that. And, you know, like it's those subjects that you talk about when you go with a kid to a zoo or something like that. Why is that animal necessarily here? Or not to bag up zoos or anything, but it's just to make kids aware of where certain animals are from and where they should be in the wild and, and all that kind of stuff. And also not owning everything. Like yes. live in a culture where you have to own right. everything that's beautiful. Exactly. And they're it's, not ours to be owned. Yeah, and it was about, um, that's a really good point. It was about kind of Hannah letting go and doing the right thing. And I, I'm going to read that to my kids. Does it apply to Ushis? <laughs> now there's a subject for, there's a subject for climate change. I will not into. let the polar bear become an Ushi. I think it would really go against the, um, it, it would totally go the against topic. the message of your book. <laughs> Beck, it is beautiful book. Thank you so much for coming in and chatting with oh, us. Thank you so much for having me. That's Beck Finer. She's the illustrator of The Polar Bear in Sydney Harbour, and we will put links to where you can find a copy in the notes of this episode. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you, so if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.